Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for September 1st, 2020. On this day in 1972, Bobby Fischer defeated reigning champion Boris Spassky in Reykjavik, Iceland, becoming the first and only American-born world chess champion. Hailed as the match of the century, the Battle of the Titans drew a larger television crowd than any chess match in history, as the superstar match was also mired in political overtones during the height of the Cold War. The Soviet chess system had a monopoly on the title since 1948, and the expectations on Spassky were enormous. While Fischer studied chess virtually in seclusion, Spassky had the full resources of the USSR. Viktor Baderinsky, head of the Soviet Chess Sports Committee, said, Basically, the Soviet leadership and the powers that be in sport were interested in just one issue, how to stop Fischer from becoming world champion. With the match set to begin in Reykjavik, Fischer, who had not signed any documents confirming his participation, began to make a number of demands, including a percentage of television rights, a larger prize fund, and all manner of conditions covering everything from the lighting to the chair cushions. To satisfy Bobby's demands of a larger prize fund, British chess promoter James Slater donated a then-dazzling $125,000 to be added to the prize, but Fisher still needed more convincing via one famously persuasive telephone call from Henry Kissinger. Mere hours before he would be forfeited, Fisher arrived in Iceland. On July 11th, the match of the century began. Whether it was a blunder or a passion to win at all costs, the first game saw Fischer uncharacteristically lose a simple drawn endgame. Game two was awarded to Spassky by forfeit when Fischer failed to appear in a dispute over the presence of cameras in the playing hall. With the score 2-0 in Spassky's favor, Fischer still refused to play unless TV cameras were removed from the playing hall and only a last-minute agreement by Spassky to play away from the cameras permitted the third game to be held. This turned out to be a huge psychological mistake by Spassky. In Game 3, in a small room backstage, Fischer beat Spassky for the first time in his life. The games then returned to the main stage, but without cameras. Winning again in Games 5, 6, 8, and 10, the Fischer juggernaut became unstoppable and history was made. When I won the world championship in 1972, Fisher later said, the United States had an image of, you know, a football country, a baseball country, but nobody thought of it as an intellectual country. Insert awkward pause here. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.